This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Um, we're holding in Pashnit Savim in the Abarbanel, which is sort of a, a hemshech in a way, um, with the Akedah, the Abarbanel brings the Akedah, which he usually does many times, and he adds a little bit of um, Hezbe. <coughs> the point that they're addressing is how could a Shavua of others be Mechayevanim? So he says, um, What Chazal mean by saying that Chazal mean that the Shibur Habris automatically included in itself all the Dairis. A, a marshal would be, and he. Um, if we imagine the bris as being sort of an agreement between two friends to do something, it's hard to understand how the children would become a chuyev. Let's give a marshal. Let's say a father pledges to give stocker to somebody or a gift to somebody. Um, it's not Mechai of the child, really. But if you make a Shibud, if you, if you create some sort of lien on the property, so then it's Mechai of everybody because the Metzias was created at the time of the Bris. It's not a promise for a future. It's an immediate Shibud which automatically gets passed on. Um, so since Kalal Yisrael's Guf and Aretz if you take out a mortgage in your house, then, if, then if, when you die, the kids inherit the house with the mortgage. If you, um, take, if, if you have a personal loan, the kids do not inherit <coughs> it. If, if there's a Shiva on the car, mm-hmm. they do. And then it gives us sort of a very striking muscle. Just like children can't stop being avodim, because it's something that was chal on the person, the same way they can't stop being, uh, they, they can't stop being Meshubitakarishbaruch and so on. Next piece is a Ramban. Very, very famous Ramban, very important Ramban, uh, very sadistic Ramban. It's going on the pasuk of Luman Sfois Haravas that if if the person who has this hidden ra in him will <coughs> think that everything will be okay, Hakadosh Baruch will not want to forgive him. Luman Sfois Haravas something about adding on the thirsty one, the, the, the satiated one to the thirsty one. That's sort of what the words mean, and we need to understand what, what we're referring to. So it's a very very uh, obscure type of metaphor. So the, the Ramban explains as follows: Hataiva hagoveres mischazekes believed to Korishiros. Taiva, as it becomes stronger, it, it's called Shiros. Kolosher chacham shor v'kaim. The word shor means um, mm. it, it means strong, tough. Emarin v'chein b'shirei bitno. Emarin v'rit shirim are muscles. And you even say when 
somebody's flexing his muscles, you say, who he's kind of flexing his muscles. will add the full one to the craving one. A person who's nefesh, which in this case includes sort of the, 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 in the entire range of a person's wants, um, is called, r- so if, if that's sort of full, and that's been satisfied, that's called rava, which means, again, in Hebrew, uh, saturated. Kinyan viravisi nefesh akahanim deshen va'ames tuvizbo. The Pasuk that says, nefesh kahanim will be satiated, saturated with good. Vaisa nafsham kigan rava. So a person who is whose needs have been fulfilled is called a a rava. Vamisave, a person who's craving something, tikaritzmeya is called thirsty, like tzamlucha nafshi. Vatam, the explanation. How does this pasuk read? Ki nefesh adam harava sheinenu misavad v'amiroim lo. The nefesh of a person who is satiated and doesn't want any bad things. When he gets a bit of taiva and fills it, then he wants more taiva. And he's going to want still more things. Let's explain the point that he's making here. The, um, we have um, different senses in our body that seem alike to us, but they're radically different. Let's give an example. The sense for thirst is really like a fuel gauge in a tank. A person who is hydrated has no cheshik to drink water. A person that's dehydrated has a tremendous simon to drink. And the, the, um, the thirst to drink is fairly commensurate with the need um, I don't. They keep saying always that you, you even less of an instinct to drink than than um, you need to. But be it as it may, it's a fairly it's fairly good to recognize it as a um, as a uh, an accurate gauge of your needs. It's need based. So therefore, when a person is filled up, nobody has a tithed, nobody normal has a tithed that doesn't drink cold water. And some people do it because they think it's supposed to be very healthy, some people do it for other reasons, but there's no tithe element in that, and so that, that can appropriately be called need-based. Food. Now, one component of hunger is need-based. A person that's, that's, that doesn't have what to eat, a person whose body is lacking food, craves food, and that's, and that's uh, definitely need-based. But... There's also a type of factor in the sense that as a person eats it, he enjoys the eating, and he eats more of it, and he eats still more of it because he enjoys eating. Um, so, uh, so a person is hungry and he eats to fill himself, he was, it, but it's such a pleasant sensation to eat that he eats more. A person takes a chocolate cake or you know, a cream cake, and those things are very sweet, and, and uh, they sort of please the palate. And the person starts indulging in it, no longer need-based, but because he craves the pleasure. So we have 
things that are only need-based, and there is no real pleasure sensation like <coughs> drinking cold water. So that's over with as soon as you finish it. There are things that sit on both of them. There's a need to it and also um, a pleasure element. And what happens is the person's mind transfers one to the other. So I've eaten what I need to eat, and that's fine, but now I begin to eating what I crave because it gives me some pleasure. And it stops being meat-based. The problem with that ele- with that taiva, and that's the difference between taiva and need, the, the difference between, there's one more difference that's really very, very relevant, and that is that and that is that the need-based um, has in itself a very clear point of saturation. The, the taiva has no point of saturation. It's endless. There's another problem. The, the type of enjoyment, enjoyment comes in peaks. And what happens is slowly it turns from enjoyment to so-so, and then you need a, 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 a bigger shot. So a person, the first time that he's seen a piece of cream cake, is crazy about it, and then he wolves it down, and then he wants more and more and different time. Slowly, that th- the body adjusts itself so that no longer gives a person a high anymore, and now he needs the cream cake with fancy creams on it, with colored creams, with wh- whatever it is. It, 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 there is it, that's one of the reasons why drugs are such a difficult parsha, because there's no such thing as you needed X amount of it, because you didn't need any of it. What, you, what you're taking it for is the high, the peak, and the enjoyment f- factor, and that keeps moving onwards. So as a person indulges in taiva, the taiva becomes more and more demanding. In needs, you don't have it. A person who is cold, and he puts on a, co- a blanket, a, and that's it's still cold, he puts on two blankets, at some point when he gets, when he reaches the temperature he needs to, he's fine. No more need for blankets, doesn't care for blankets. If a person is wearing a fancy blanket because he likes the fanciness of it, and it's a very, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a really, really shoddy blanket, well, um, first of all, it's usually blankets are not the study ones, it's usually the, the coats and the jacket because very few people see the blanket. But at any rate, um, the, the, the thing that gave you a high to walk out with the fancy label, at, after a week or two or three, no one gives you a high. And now you look for some other high. That's the problem with taiva. It's true by every single taiva, whether it's achila, whether it's taiva's nashim. You, it, the a, the body confuses need with desire, and desires can never be met. It's it's a vicious circle. There's a, there's a, one of Alice Wonderland stories where she and the Queen are running, and as fast as they can, and they're standing in one place, and uh, they, they and she says, "This is very strange. We, we're running so fast, and we're staying in one place." And the Queen answers her, "Well, yes, this is a world where you have to run as much as you you have to run." as fast as you can in order to stay in one place. So, to which she asks, well, how do you get further? And she answers, well, you have to run much faster than you can. And um, the other piece is, and if you don't run as fast as you can, you go backwards. But that's the, that's the way taiva works. When you fulfill taiva, 
cave opens in the window. What was extraordinary pleasure once becomes ho-hum, and it becomes a need, and many times, and then, and that's why people who are, are very heavy and used to a lot of eating, people who are, um, who, who've indulged a lot, they need a, 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 a tremendous amount of food just to give them the pleasure love they've been used to, and they're still not getting a kick out of it, and they still need something, a dessert to give them a kick on top of that. So the Ramban explains, A person who indulges a lot in, in women, when the person has become overloaded and indulged in it, now he needs a zochane, in other words, taiva can't fulfill itself, and therefore you keep pushing the boundaries of it. And that's the society we live in today. Um, it be, in, instead of reigning in taiva, he'll always have X amount of pleasure. The question is, is it by reigning in your activities and allowing to yourself to indulge occasionally, or is it by letting go and then needing to look for every single perversion in order to satisfy the taiva? Um, so he says, the, um, the so, so the, the Pasuk says that if a person goes to Shiraz Libo, if he, if, if the person is, is flowing along with his tithes, not in any way trying to control them, if he fills up on these tithes, Yosef then the so-called saturated nefesh will start becoming thirsty again. Um, he is going to desire and crave that which he had been fulfilled with. So the person who fulfilled himself with Zimas Nashim, he now craves a new Zima. So the, 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 what he's saying is that this shorish that grows in a person takes over that which is full and now it reaches out again to something else and, and is, is thirsting for something else. Um, and this, and, and Bema says it's, it's, it's chazal, chazal are a, um, it's such a profound chazal, if a person, let's take Tavis Achila, please, you talk about it. A, a person has uh, a tremendous indulgence, he, he, he wants food and so on and so forth. The best way, I, I mean, I guess you need to be a, somewhat of a, of a thinking person to, to um, have this perspective. If you say to yourself, listen, the reality is I have X amount of eating activity now with only Y amount <coughs> of real spikes in pleasure. So if I'm eating heavy and rich meals, I still get only one akuda of pleasure at some point, and everything is so-so. If I scale it back down again, so where I'm eating normally, and I have the occasional chocolate or whatever it is, 
I'm going to have the exact same pattern if I was marking my calendar. What level pleasure have you had today? How many times? I would end up with the same amount. Um, the, 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 if I'm used to big rich meals, the, the whole meal will be ho-hum, and then there'll be a spike someplace of pleasure. Here it's also. It's just it, it, it what keeps me, ch it, I'm sort of chasing my tail. And, and the minute I realize it, you will never, ever really be happy. You're never going to have an endless amount of pleasure spikes, because that doesn't exist. By definition, spikes are spikes. It'll always be chasing after something. It makes it much easier. I, as long as I understand I'm not depriving myself of something, Taiva creates the, the, the need. Uh, uh, the so-called need, and if I'm able to do away with Taiva and stick to what I can handle well, then basically um, I have the same amount of pleasure. It's true with Taiva's Noshim, it's true with Taiva's Achilles, it's with every single Taiva. Taiva's Nechassim, Chemnus Nechassim, a person has a new purchase, he's happy with it. The, 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 the new Lexus for somebody doesn't necessarily give, him, give the person a higher pleasure than the person who's buying a new, um, I don't know what, uh, a, a, a small item, if he does it same occasion, if somebody has to reach for, and if somebody can do only occasionally, as well as meaningful, th 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 there's not more pleasure, it's the same graph, the same line, the same graph, same peaks, and so on and so forth. Okay, the next piece is a, um, a, 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 a and he speaks about Hearer and so on. It's going also on this pasik, and so on, and he's going to explain uh, another nature of it. Paid. A person's heart is the shorish of the guf. The machshava are branches, um, I want to explain just a little bit the, the Lashonis here. When he speaks about lave, so the word lave doesn't mean the cardiac, the cardiac system, that we, we know it's a muscle that pumps blood. The word lave means root desires. That's the way in which the word lave is used in, in Chazal and in Rishonim. Lave means the type of, a machshav is already a way to realize it. So if I if I need recognition, I have a thousand. Then I, then my mind starts thinking a thousand and one ways how to get that recognition. Be, behave nicely, not behave nicely. Uh, you know, uh, earn it through merit, earn it through this hana, whatever it is. I, I, but that's already that's a world of machshava. The, the root ritzonos are called lave. There are reasons for it, but I'll go find them. That's what's called lave. The chol yitzemachas a Russia is someone whose root desires are bad. Even if the person doesn't actually realize it, um, but he gets punished because a person, a person who wants other people's money is bad. He, he, he's not going to be punished for stealing, but he's a bad person. And, and because in a certain way, the person is defined in the sky by his inner desires. 
um, he would, Shalomelech says that when a person's heart is glad, his face lights up. And when a person's heart is down, depressed, the whole person is depressed. So he says, Shalomelech was saying, don't say, don't take the Indian of a person lightly. The whole person depends on his sense of things. A person needs to understand how much schar and oynish he will get depending on his attitude toward mitzvahs and averis. Is a person, is a, if a person does mitzvahs and he's happy, so that's a whole, it's a, there's an asham in the mitzvah. The person is, is it, the entire person is a different person when he does the mitzvah. If not, it's bad. The, um, I, I, the, I remember just uh, when I was a young boy, uh, I was in a class. Uh, my school I went to was kind of a, a rough school. And uh, we had a Rebbe who was highly unpopular. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of a, on the mean side and difficult. And there was a, it was a vicious cycle of Palmidim and, Re- and Rebbe not particularly liking each other. Um, d- during recess, this Rebbe had a, a um, uh, this Rebbe had hot water they needed to drink constantly. He had a sore throat and so on. So um, during recess, one day the kids poured pickle juice into his hot water, the feeling that it was sort of a, a well-deserved uh, compliment to his hot water. The kid said, well, I, I was actually a very, very goody kid, and I didn't do it. Hassan didn't do it, but, you know, it was... The kid said the second or third day, he, he, he got very angry, and he said, you know, somebody's been putting something in my hot water, and it's not. And he turned to me, and I said, I didn't do it, Hassan. He said, but you were very happy when other people did it. And, you know, there was some truth to it. And he said, you were happy when other people did this to me. Um, a, a person's measured by, is he Sameach, is he not Sameach? And because the whole person, the entire person sort of hinges, his entire persona hinges on um, what his attitude is. In that sense, Chazal said that thinking about Averis is worse than Averis. Because the hero is something that spreads the entire body. And therefore, it will be much... When a person does not Averis without hero, um, then, then uh, that, th- th- it's an Averis before, but it's limited. If you want to give a good marshal for this, uh, imagine how some cancerous growth. So the growth that kills you is, is the tumor of tumors that spread, that, that are choking whatever it is and uh, so on. But, um, but a tumor can be excised. And if that's all there is there and you've excised it, it's gone. But a, but the, the silent cells that are somewhere, whatever it is, the koach of those cells to spread to other places, that's a lot more dangerous. They don't, they don't kill you. That, that single cell that has that ability 
to keep sending out bad cells all over the body, that cell doesn't kill you. It doesn't have the physical presence to kill you. But that's, that's, that's a dangerous killer because it's spreading it all over the body. The mass that you see, if it's left as it is, might kill you, but it's excisable because it's, it's clearly defined. A person's th things that he does, the various and the mitzvahs, are the easier part. It's the deeper roots that are the difficult ones. And this is one of the very, very strong points of Muslims. So it's also Lanta stressed all the time that when you're doing regular tshuva, you're working on mitzvahs and averis, but those things are of a limited, you know, yes, you did this mitzvah, this avera, but the avera you did, you can get rid of. But that's, but, but a lot bigger effect in the person are, are those silent, why is it that you're drawn to X or to Y to Z? Is this avera just something that happened to come your way and could resist temptation? Or comes from something deeper? If it comes from deeper, it's going to keep shooting out those little tumors, and you didn't really work with it. It takes a lot of introspection to get to those things. Um, so he says, This maim is something of pure, is a very, very profound maim with a lot of pirushim. What I said now is one of the ways of understanding it. The second, th another pshat, he says, also a very, very important pshat in this is, it's like the difference between um, if somebody has a big crack on computer screen or somebody has a tiny crack on the motherboard. A big crack on a computer screen, okay, but it's, it's it just, it, it, it's, it's the outermost layer of it. A, a small, tiny, imperceptible crack on the motherboard, you might as well throw the thing out because something very deeply is chipped. <coughs> a person's maizim are the outer layer of the person. A person's machshava is a very deep part of the person. And that in itself, forget about spreading, but that in itself is kasha because it's affecting the innermost part of a person. A third thing he said is, when a person is doing, a person, let's say, is reaching for the light on Shabbos, because it's convenient, because he wants light on, and someone would to come to him and say, no way, it's Shabbos, I'm not going to let you. So a person wouldn't resist. Very few people would be most Shabbos. But if a person is, is, is going after an erva and somebody is trying to get in the way, the person will do anything in the world. The person will, will use, will be violent, use force, because there's a craving for it, there's a desire. Yes? Um, really, isn't there an understanding that thoughts in many ways are beyond a person's control and their actions are what they can actually control? So even if a person Perfect. is having... Excellent. The, the Kasha was asked by Rabbi Bechaya, uh, 13th century sage. How does the Pasuk punish you for your Hurim? People are going to think that we, it was a setup. Why, why would, how can I, the thought that I had 
uh, I saw something tempting, and you know, I said, oh, I wish I had it. Aval de'achik adava. Yadua kibichir sa maisim misur biyadoshad tevera. Maisim are given to a person, and a person has control. Yes, bichir, like it says, reina satil fanachayim shayim semavis. Gam bichir sa machshav misur biyade achachonis. With a lot of preparation, also machshavos are in his control. He says, because of, uh, being a Torah rewards and punishes Mahshav, they must be in your control. just want to uh, explain, uh, it's very simple. Um, if a person engages in a lot of Mahshav, for instance, a, a child sees um, a toy that he likes, and he takes it, that's a kid. And that's Geneva, that, and it's Chemda, and so on and so forth. If, as a child learns and thinks, you know, what's really valuable is that which you earn with your own two hands. Something that belongs to somebody else doesn't give you anything. It's, it's not yours, um, and so on. If a person's thinking process, if a person uh, um, actively exercises his thoughts, Litov, then his thoughts begin to thinking Tov. Then the person, it's a long process. You can't, you can't have a policeman on every machshava as it comes up and looks my animals the same. But building in yourself ideas and ideals that will result in good thinking is biyadei. Sometimes it just comes out a person saw something It means that he hasn't prepared himself. What is his takonis? He should keep um, being making himself. He should prepare his heart and so on. And if a person is a a person should sort of repudiated. The person should say, you know, this is just taiva that you want. It's wrong, it's bad, it's not going to satisfy you, and so on and so forth. I mean, it does say in this forum that um, the issue, the, 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 the machshava that came into your head may not be under your control at that moment. Whether to dwell on that machshava or not is in your control, and on that a person is nenesh. Is, yes. is that what he means by hachanos? I think hachanos he means, the, the, like we said before, the, like a person um, works on himself to, to think about things in a very, you know, good things in a positive way and so on and so forth. Um, and then he says, the Rabbi Nechai says, mm-hmm. If a person tries his best to shape his heart and to prepare his heart for Hashem, um, a will, will, will reciprocate and help his heart think only good and not bad. So, and then he brings a whole bunch of psukim that, that show that if the person does his best to shape his thoughts and desires for good, Akash helps him. And then he brings a Rambam here. He brings two more pshatim in Kashi Hur Me'avera Me'avera. Hur Avera Kashi. A Rambam Zal, the Rambam, it's a more of a Pirish, Yehuda Avera Kashma Avera, the Fisha Machshava Malek Gdullah Ba'adam, 
מכוח השכל במידת הנפש השכלס. וכשוחותי בין איכותי מבחן מדולסוף. This like the pshat we said before that when a person is doing a chet with, it's like the difference between doing a small avera in a shul in front of on kodesh or outside in the street. The machshav of a person is the kodesh kadoshim, and a small avera there is much worse than a big avera with his hands, which are kind of outside and not and not really so close to kedusha. And then he has one more pshat. <coughs> They're Koshavera because they they keep leading to more Maveras. A person did Avera and, and now he's reminiscing about it. He's daydreaming about it. Um, so the addition of here afterwards may, is a worse Avera than Avera that you've done and sort of it's, it's no longer part of you. So this pshat says that Mahira beforehand is certainly not as bad as Avera. But if an Avera is done and you add here to it afterwards, it's much worse. Okay, we'll hold it here.